This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. In April of 2016, I started exploring and trying to understand life. And I'd never really tried to understand before that, before that period, before that time frame. I just, I just lived. I just, I just, I went wherever I, you know, I, I, it was almost like I was living unconsciously. No, I was living unconsciously. I was just, man, I was just having at it. I was drinking a lot. I was, I was eating a lot. It's like, it's like life was just a series of, of trials and, you know, I, I just, man, I made a lot of choices where I destroyed myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and, and set out to uh, basically destroy my family. And, uh, you know, I was physically, mentally, emotionally abusive. And, and I just, I just, I never really learned what life was about. I just, I was just living. And, and I don't, that it doesn't really, that doesn't really sound like very intellectual, but I, there was this whole thing I was missing. And when I got fired from and terminated from and kicked out unceremoniously, unceremoniously kicked out of corporate America for the second time in about 20 months after a long, long successful run. And I can't overemphasize that enough. Um, I had to figure out how to, how to like live and what life was really about. And, and it's, that I'm glad I got kicked out of corporate, right? Cause I, I tried to get back in and I tried to find another job and, and, and I, I tried to, to just get back into what I was doing before. And, and man, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that, that I, uh, I, that, that door was shut because it's opened up a whole new opportunity. And I've gotten to explore life and understand life and understand how to create a life that I want to live that. That's perfect for me. Not just, not just live, not just like watch a lot of sports and drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of food and, and, you know, just, you know, but to really suck the marrow and get the most out of life. And my wife and I just got back from a trip. We flew down to, uh, uh, to Orlando where actually we flew into Tampa. We drove to Orlando. We watched our older daughter, Katie. Uh, she's a scholarship cheerleader at uh, at a university in Kansas City, and she was competing at national championships at ESPN for for cheerleading. Competitive, she's a competitive cheerleading a cheerleader um, for for a, a university, and it was it was so satisfying to be able to spend that time. And when we were on the road. I was working from the road. And, and if you ever see what work is for me, I jump on some phone calls and, and I, maybe I write a blog or whatever. My life is, it's very remote. I, 
I don't, I don't have to be tied to an area. So we're very blessed because there was a time where I had to go in into the office every day, right? And vacation was, was a hassle, but you know, I'm on the road and, and I'm, I'm working and work doesn't look like work. It looks like I'm on a phone call or I'm typing on my laptop and, and creating some, you know, some content or something like that. And we're watching our daughter cheer. We spent two days, you know, watching her cheer and, and it just, you know, she's living her dream and her passion. She's a, she's an awesome athlete. And, and then, you know, after the, 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 competition was over we my wife and i uh drove to tampa and spent three wonderful days in tampa and if you've never been there what a beautiful city that is that's my first experience in tampa and uh you know we we were staying in this airbnb in tampa and it was just miraculous and and there's so many times my wife and i uh angie were sitting on the couch and you know in this beautiful gorgeous Airbnb thinking this is an amazing, amazing life. Like we have created something extraordinary. And my wife actually said when we were in Reagan national airport and we were headed down to Florida, we were getting ready to get on a plane at Reagan national airport in DC. We flew from St. Louis to Reagan national and Reagan national down to Florida, but we were getting ready to fly. And she said, I used to live 10 minutes from here. And I used to dream about the life that we have that we're living right now. And that puts things into context. And I got like, I, I got emotionally like, like turned upside down because my wife had just told me that we built the life that she dreamed of when she was a little girl. And, uh, and that's, that's very satisfying and very fulfilling. But, you know, before that looked at, you know, the, the 16 years, the, the 15 years that we were together before, you know, this transition in 2016, they weren't, they weren't fun and they weren't, they were miserable. They were full of, of abuse and they were full, they were full of uh, uh, suffering and, and hardship and, and pain. And it's like, we spent, you know, the first half of our lives figuring out exactly what not to do in order to, to experience joy so that when we did hit the reset, we got to experience life, the, the life that we were really intended to live, which is one of, you know, peace, love, joy, happiness, uh, just excitement to wake up and, and service, you know, making an impact in the world, making a difference in, in the lives of other people. That, that is the most satisfying thing that, you know, that, that money can't buy. It's just making an impact in, in people's lives. And as I reflect, guys, there's there's a profound uh, concept that I want to share with you that has helped me understand how to create the life that I want and how to how to how to grow the things that I want to grow and how to allow the things that I don't want to grow to wither. Okay, and and to to create space in my life so that those things that I want to grow uh, will grow. And that includes my health because I've lost almost a hundred pounds. That includes my wealth because I've built a business that gives me time freedom and financial freedom and the freedom to be myself and to fly around the country and do cool stuff. And it's also helped me rebuild my relationship with my wife and my children where there was an abusive environment before and now it's a place of harmony and love and joy and peace and and a respite for for our family for for our bond and it's safe so 
there's a powerful concept that I want to share with you. And I've got, I've got notes. I'm surrounded by notes right now. And there's, there's three books. Actually, there's, there's many of them that say the same exact thing, but there's three books that I want to highlight today. Okay. And number one, the book that I, the first book that I want to talk about is, uh, the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles. Okay. Um, and I'll put, I'll put all these books in the liner notes to make sure that you have, you know, in the show notes to make sure that you have, uh, access to them. But the science of getting rich by Wallace D. Waddles. That's the first book. The second book is The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. That's number two. And the third book is As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Now listen, these, these books basically say the same thing differently. Okay. But you can also extend this to like books like Think and Grow Rich. I mean, that, you know, the, these concepts have, and, and, and the new, new age thought, uh, if you think about, you know, if you've ever experienced the book, uh, what Jen Sincero, right, writes books about, you know, thinking about what you want instead of what you don't. But these books all say the same things that, that the seeds of creativity and the seeds for creating what you want in your life are contained between your ears. And what's going on between your ears matters immensely. And that's what mindfulness is about. And, and lately, you know, I, I mean, one, one of the things that, that helped uh, increase the speed at which my life transformed was meditation. And it's understanding what's happening in my mind and my body and getting, like, getting some control over the chaos and starting to quiet the storm that was raging inside of me, the conflict that was the, the conflictatory environment that was raging inside of me. Because uh, until I got control of what was happening inside of me, there's no way I could get control of what was happening outside because the outside is just a reflection of what's happening inside. Okay. So these books all say the same thing, but I'm going to read the passages to these books to, to help understand and ground this conversation. So the first thing I'm going to read is a passage from uh, from The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner spaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. A person can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. A per- this, I'm just repeating that, that last statement. A person can form thoughts of things. A person can form things in his thought. And by impressing his thought upon the formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Your thoughts become reality. Now, when I was starting my transformation and I was starting, I hit the reset and I was rebuilding everything. I definitely didn't think it was that easy. I didn't think that if I just thought about something long enough that and, and enough that it would happen. But uh, there's a reason that as, as I meditated and as I emptied the, the conflict that was raging inside of me, as I, 
I got a handle on the worry, the fear, the doubt that was prevalent in my mind, in my body, in my emotions, as I got a handle on that, as I shifted worry, fear, and doubt to, to gratitude and joy and love. And as I made that transition, as I, as I shifted from, from my lower self to my higher self, that everything outside of me started shifting and the quality of my thoughts improved. The quality of my mindset improved. The quality of my beliefs improved. And I started thinking about and focusing more on what I wanted and not what I didn't want. Because up to that point, it was just a series like I was 43 when all this happened, when this transition happened. And up to that point, I was just running from what I didn't want. And that's why my life was so chaotic. When, when we're just trying to, when we're in a state of avoiding something or escaping something, you're never going to find your way out of chaos. You'll, you'll find everything that you want when you, when you define what you want. And then you start to think about that more than anything else. And this is what Wallace Waddles was trying to tell us that, that the universe is just a palette of thinking stuff, thinking substance. And when we impress our thoughts onto that, the form, the, 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 basically the blank canvas, then those thoughts that we have are actually creating a new reality. What you focus on grows. This is the, Basis of the law of attraction. What you focus on grows. Where you put your attention, energy flows. So when you think about what you want, you create it. When you think about what you don't want, you create it. And that's what Wallace Waddles says in The Science of Getting Rich. And The Science of Getting Rich is... It's not just about getting rich. It's not just about money. It's about creating a life that you are excited to live. The second book is The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. This is a very simple statement. The strangest secret in the world is that you become what you think about. Guys, it doesn't get any simpler than that. Like we talk about human beings talk about, again, mindfulness. We talk about mindset. We talk about, we talk about so many complex ways and we've labeled it so many in so many complex ways. It really comes down to you become what you think about. These books were written a hundred years ago. Oh, some of these over a hundred years ago. Some, some of these, I think uh, Wallace Waddles, the science of getting rich was written in the early 1900s, 1903 or something. I don't know the exact date, but these books are like over, over a century old. Earl Nightingale was like 1950, but, Wallace Waddles in the next book that I'm going to talk tell you about, these books were written back in just at the turn of the century. 
Think and Grow Rich was written 100 years ago. And they all say the same thing. The last is a little longer. It's, it's from the book, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Now, when I'm probably once a month, maybe two times a month, I listen to As a Man Thinketh as I'm out for my run, because it's like you put it on one and a half times speed on, 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 on an audio player, and you're talking about a 35-minute audio book. And I run longer than that. So this is something you keep on repeat. The the strangest secret is super short too. These are things that you, you put on repeat and you listen to over and over because you don't need a whole lot more than this, right? Earl Nightingale, what you become, you become what you think about. But James Allen said it differently. He said, a man's mind may be likened to a garden which may be intelligently cultiv- cultivated or allowed to run wild, but whether cultivated or neglected, it must and will bring forth. If no useful seeds are put into it, then an abundance of useless seeds will fall therein and will continue to produce their kind. One of the very first things that my wife and I did when we started this transformation and this this rebuild of everything is we turned off the television and and we cut people out of our lives that were living in in the land of the negative in the land of the no in the land of the lack and and we like we eliminated all of that garbage in our lives and we we started getting surrounded by people that lived in abundance and poverty and or a prosperity not poverty but just joy and love and being around all of that, like filled our minds with seeds of possibility and potential and power and, and just limitless abundance. And it's from cultivating all of those seeds that we're living a life that we never dreamed that we could live. But we also take extraordinary measures to make sure that we're discussing what we want and not what we don't want, that we're contemplating what we want and not what we don't want, that we're defining what we want and not what we don't want, that we're focused on what we want and not what we don't want. We take active measures and hold each other accountable for and hold ourselves accountable for thinking about what we want and not what we don't want. I have a, I have a good friend that going back to the early stages and early days of, of this, this journey for me. And he said, figure out what you're for. Don't worry about what you're against. Figure out what you're for and be for that. Throw your positive energy into what you're for. Don't throw your positive energy. Don't throw your energy into what you're against. Throw your positive energy into what you're for. And that's how you create more results. Be more for something than you are against something. You see so many angry, I don't know, protesters that show up at the person that they don't, that they hate. 
instead of them showing up and cheering the, the candidate that they want, they take time out of their lives and they go show up at the person that they don't like. And and they're screaming and they're the, the vengeful and they're rageful and we're politically upside down in the U.S. in terms of you know, what's going on in the political scene. And, you know, everybody's against everybody instead of being for their guy, their gal, their candidate. Be for something. Stop being against something. Figure out what you want. Don't worry about what you don't want. Stop running from poverty and start running towards prosperity. If it involves eliminating worry, fear, and doubt, if you're trying to, if you're trying to put money on top of your money, worry, fear, and doubt, you're running away from poverty. If you're getting excited about the adventure, the experiences, the opportunities in, in abundance and wealth, that's a whole different energy. But if you're just trying to eliminate the possibility of poverty, you're, you're working. <laughs> you're not using your energy for something. You're using your energy against something. You're working against worry, fear, and doubt. And what you're doing is you're focusing on worry, fear, and doubt. And that shit is going to grow. If you think about your worries, fears, and doubts, it's going to grow. And that's what you're going to become more of. And this is what Wallace Waddles, this is what Earl Nightingale, this is what James Allen, this is what these guys, this is what Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, this is what the Bible was trying to tell us. Sowing seeds on fertile ground. That's what, that's what this is about. The talents about turning one into, into more. Instead of protecting one, turning one into more, think about what you want. Expand your circumstances, and you expand your circumstances by focusing on thoughts that are expansive. The strangest secret in the world is that you become what you think about, Earl Nightingale says. So listen, I want you to... I'm going to call you to action a little bit this week. I want you to really focus on what what's between your ears. Is it worry, doubt, and fear? Are they thoughts of worry, doubt, and fear? Are you creating from that place? Or are you creating from, from gratitude, from joy, from love, from opportunity, from adventure? Are you running from something? Or are you running towards something? Because you're not doing both. Your intention is one or the other. And whatever your intention is, it's growing that circumstance. Whatever you're holding in your mind more is what's growing in your life. And it's important. Only you can really understand what's happening between your ears, what's happening in your body. And, and it's up to you to get a handle on that, those things, because that's what you're creating from. Your thoughts create feelings. Your thoughts and feelings combined moves you forward 
or backwards. And it all starts with what you think about, you become. What you focus on grows. Don't don't underestimate the power of the thinking mind. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.